Welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers have won eight of their last ten. They have are coming off of one of their most successful weekends in quite some time. Anthony Davis is playing like an MVP. Please, please, front office, look at what these guys are capable of. Get them some help. Obviously, no uh, lowdown over the weekend after the Lakers beat Milwaukee. Uh, that was one of the Lakers' best wins. Frankly, like I went as far back as the bubble. Um, I understand if people want to say that the, the playoff game that they won against Phoenix is up there and uh, the play-in game that they won against Golden State. But <laughs> given the results of those seasons, I, you know, I think that belongs up there with those. It's certainly the best regular season game that the Lakers have won um, in the last couple of years. And, you know, Anthony Davis was incredible. Uh, LeBron is starting to kind of round into shape. Um, and, and the Lakers found a way to beat a Milwaukee team that, you know, Aaron and I spent a long time over the last week or so debating where the Lakers would belong in, in terms of title contention if they were to make some kind of a trade, in my opinion, the Indiana trade puts them into title contention. Um, and, and you know, beating a team like Milwaukee and Anthony Davis playing the way that he has, especially over the last couple of weeks, uh, that that should be enough to wake everybody up and say, yeah, these guys are, are worth gambling on. Um, and then they followed that up by, for the most part, dominating Washington. There was a, a, a stretch there late that Washington crept back into the game. Uh, the Lakers had, had taken LeBron and AD out, and uh, the, the, the guys who came in there, I thought, played really loosely and, and uh, went to, to, into some hero ball, um, especially when LeBron was the only kind of star on, on the court. I think he started hunting some, some bad shots. Whether you want to link that to Kareem or whatever, that's, that's your prerogative. Um, but regardless of why he did it, I thought he was kind of part of the problem and set a tone that allowed Washington to kind of, I don't know if I would go so far as to say they got all the way back into the game. The closest that they got was nine points, and the Lakers still wind up uh, winning by 11 points. At one point, they stretched that nine-point lead back up to like a 16 or 17-point lead um, and, and, and handled their business. So really successful weekend. And, uh, you know, a couple other notes on, on this game. I thought it was weird that Darvin Ham went away from Troy Brown in the starting lineup and opted for a really small group of uh, Lonnie Schroeder and Beverly alongside Davis and James to start things. Um, they started the game poorly, and then Russ came in there, sped things up, and, and once again, I thought the Lakers started to look a lot better when, when more guys like Troy Brown and Austin Reeves started coming back into the game. Um, I, I don't. I didn't understand the move. You just beat Milwaukee with Troy Brown in the starting lineup. I don't see the need to try to to make Patrick Beverly work. It's it's kind of like, you know, stop trying to make fetch happen. Patrick Beverly's washed. Just stop. <laughs> We're good here. We know what this looks like. You know, send him to the end of the rotation. Give him ten minutes a night and and let Lonnie play a few more minutes. Now Stu was mentioning. Um, over the course of the game that Lonnie was kind of favoring that left foot that has been bugging him. It did knock him out of a game recently. So we have to, to keep an eye on that. And that's something to keep in mind here. But if if Lonnie is healthy or, or was healthy and, and 
Ham just went away from him, that uh, especially late. Lonnie, in, in 25 minutes last night, 7 of 10 from the field, 4 of 4 from three-point range, 2 of 2 from, from the free-throw line, 20 points, a couple boards, an assist, a steal. It was a plus 10 in those 25 minutes. Like, that's somebody who should be closing a game. So maybe he's hurt, and that is probably the most viable explanation for why he wasn't in there late. But if there isn't that as an explanation, then what the hell? Uh, Troy Brown Jr. in uh, only 17 minutes was was certainly a decision. Two of four from the f- uh, from the field, both of those coming from deep. Um, he did have a rebound, couple assists. He was a plus nine on the night, and and yeah, I just you know Austin Reeves was kind of off in this one, um, but I kind of feel like Austin Reeves being off is kind of a result of this continued reliance on so many small guards and kind of moving everybody else who isn't one of those small guards all over the rotation. Uh, at some point, Darvin Ham is going to have to start playing uh, bigger guys. And yeah, they might not be talented. They might not have the reputation of some of the guards that the Lakers have. But Troy Brown, Austin Reeves, they need to be bigger parts of the rotation consistently than like Patrick Beverly, flat out. Like in, the, in this one, Patrick played 24 minutes. He should never get more minutes than Troy Brown. He should never get as many or close to as many minutes as Austin Reeves. And, and yeah, he's, he should be your 10th or 11th guy. He's not, he, at this stage of his career, he's not what the Lakers think he is. It reminds me a lot of the Avery Bradley situation where he just seems to be getting by on, uh, you know, appearing to try hard out there. You know, and, and 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 he's getting by obviously on reputation, but you know, Darvin Ham is gonna have to look at the data, look at the tape, and it'll indicate that this guy just isn't who Darvin seems to think he is. Um I the other the other part of this that, you know, really kind of annoyed me, and again, this is this is all changed if Lonnie wasn't healthy, and I'm keeping an eye out for some of the quotes coming after the game. But the Lakers in that fourth quarter went with Pat Schroeder, or Schroeder and Russ down the stretch. And no, <laughs> just no. Like that is not something, it worked or whatever, but I, I think it was that whatever they did working was just a function of Anthony Davis being spectacular and, and LeBron being able to fill in some holes there. But no, those, those three guys, like, Reeves needs to be in at the end of a game. Uh, Troy Brown, if Reeves isn't in, should probably be in at the end of a game. And again, if he's healthy, Lonnie Walker needs to be in there at the end of a game. Under no circumstance should all three of those guys be sitting when the game is still in question late or midway through the fourth quarter. Flat out. Like, that is not something that can happen. Those are, you, Lonnie and Reeves especially, you, they're your... They, if this was 2K and and locker room politics didn't matter at all, Lonnie and Reeves would be the starting backcourt, flat out. That would be the the, the two guys who start for the Lakers, and um, and then you would probably have Troy Brown out there. But because Schroeder has the reputation that he is bringing into the table, and they're trying to 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 get in reps, and because Patrick Beverly has the reputation that he has, and because of his presence in the locker room, he's getting an outsized role. But, you know, over the course of the season, what the Lakers are going to have to find out and learn, apparently the hard way, once again, 
is that Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves are the are their two best guards and and you know shooting guard point guard um, they're the, your best combination there that needs to be who you rely on. Also, want to give a shout out obviously here to Anthony Davis. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis goes for fifty five points, twenty two of thirty from the field, thirty shot attempts. Hell yeah! Uh, he goes 9 of 9 from the free throw line and 2 of 3 from three-point range. He has been nothing short of spectacular, um, especially recently, where he is just, uh, you know, first players in Shaq to, in back-to-back games, have at least 40 points and 10 rebounds. Um, he, Anthony Davis scored 55 points and grabbed 17 boards. Only nine other players in NBA history have done that. Wilt, eight, Elgin Baylor, George Mikan, Bob Pettit, Kareem, Karl Malone, Jordan, Shaq, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, yeah, it, what, what he is doing right now, if the Lakers didn't start the way that they did, he would be the MVP. Not in the conversation, not all that stuff. No, he would be the MVP, um, the betting favorite for MVP. Uh, and, and, you know, the Lakers seem to be turning things around and, it is due, I think, in large part to the Lakers shifting to an Anthony Davis team. The focus here on offense is getting this guy right, getting this guy as many good looks as possible, getting him on the move, and making him as difficult to guard as they can possibly make him. And I, I, over these last 10 games, when they have won 8 of 10, that I, identity shift, I think, has played a, a hugely pivotal role in things kind of turning around here. And... You know, not only obviously is it the identity shift, but it's also the fact that Anthony Davis was ready for that identity shift and has welcomed that identity shift. He's playing incredibly. He's the the kind. He's I don't know, man. I, you know, you go Giannis. You could say Luca. You could say Jokic. You could say Steph. And I think AD is in that collection of of best players. Where he fits into there, whether he's top three or top five, you know, that's that's fine. That's up for debate. But he is the way that he's playing right now puts him squarely in that conversation. And the longer that he does this, the dumber the front office looks for not getting him the proper help because they want to hold on to picks half a decade from now. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Can You Dig It crew as they react to this weekend and uh, last night's game in particular. Raj had a post-game spaces that he rode solo for. Um, plenty of positives to find in what the Lakers have been up to recently. And then uh, a little bit later today, I will be back at it here uh, with a guest, a special guest that... Um, that I, I haven't spoken to in, in way too long, so I can't wait to uh, have that conversation. So until then, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.